Hi guys, welcome back to the Mojo Maker Show. These are the Monday Mojo episodes that I film live on YouTube, the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube on Monday morning, midday, East Australian Eastern Standard Time. So these are usually very, very live, raw and real, and they go hand in hand with the Monday Mojo blog posts, the email that goes out to my tribe. You can sign up to that on the vitalitycoach.com.au. Don't forget to order your copy of my third book, Adulting the Rally of Life, online on the shop on vitalitycoach.com.au. So welcome to the next version of Monday Mojo. I hope you enjoy this episode. As always, it's given and written and provided in a way to help you get a toolbox, some tips, and some practical guides to navigate your way from chaos to calm and have you thinking a little bit differently on shifting some coordinates for a greater success and sustainability in what you're doing. So thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi guys, Uh, welcome back to Monday Mojo. I've just got to check a few things out before we get started today. And I want to welcome all of you guys who are back. If you're listening to this, Wherever you are, whatever time, because it always stays up there as real-time loading. Welcome to Mojo Maker Show. I'm your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. This will also be on the podcast. So if you're listening to the podcast, the Mojo Maker Show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're in 85 countries and 100,000 downloads. And, um, you know, it's quite a surprise, really. And thank you for all your wonderful feedback and comments, especially on this series. Starting with the Truth series, we had the Courage series and now we're doing adulting and we're at checkpoint four. So if you haven't come and joined the channel before, welcome. It's great to see you. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. You can like and subscribe by hitting the notification bell below. And uh, at some point in time, you might see a black Labrador pop up. She's right here beside me. This is Roxy. Uh, You'll hear her if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, She usually sits on the show as well. And all the blogs, all the podcasts, show notes, uh, worksheets, all that sort of stuff can be found on my website, vitalitycoach.com.au. That is the vitalitycoach.com.au. Details are below in the description box. I wanted to talk to you about something super special today, but first of all, I want to say how humbled I am by some of the amazing messages that I've got back by email from lots of you that have been doing um, the early parts of adulting. So recognizing the signs of overwhelm and then having the awareness to sit and sit and think, what is the discerning voice that I'm listening to going forward? Because no matter where you sit now, everyone is experiencing overload, panic. Uh, There's so much information and it's so ironic because despite all the information, despite all the tools and resources available to us around high performance, mental health, well-being, being our personal best, uh, fitness, financial, I mean, the wealth of knowledge is unbelievable but seemingly um, overwhelm is actually getting worse. You know, $50 billion just in the US alone is spent on managing overwhelm and the effects of that, the fallout of overwhelm, not only with leaders, but, you know, with children right through to kindergarten and that are getting freaked out because they feel like they have to do so much, learn so much, they've got anxiety, uh, information overload. So I really believe that as a population, the fastest way to help solve overwhelm and to go from chaos to calm is just to stop for a second and say, how can you take care of your side of the street? Because if all of us as individuals were empowered to understand a decision-making framework that will give us truth and clarity and peace of mind and not be based in fear, blame, shame, guilt, 
uh, or judgment. And there would be no, you know, incredible shift, the incredible ripple effect it would have for our staff, for our children, uh, to be able to operate just in a centered place of groundedness. So if you want to have a little look back at some of the earlier videos in the adulting series, you can go all the way back to uh, survival mode slow down and how to recognize the signs of overwhelm. Uh, that'll be right in the uploads section on YouTube and also in the podcast. You know, when you run through it, Spotify, it's all there. It's quite recent and on the blog. And if you're stuck and you can't find anything, then just reach out at more on Instagram or leave me a comment below and I'll send you the links. Importantly, I think today I just want to be able with these videos to say, what can you do to take one thing away from listening? Like if you're here and you're watching this, then why can it be relevant to you? If you're listening to this, think, what can I take away from the next 10 to 15 minutes of really creating movement in my life and accountability? So a couple of things. Well, I will be giving away um, some free worksheets. Um, So the worksheets from today, as well as uh, our new Wake Up Workout posters, they're all super beautiful, high gloss. So wherever you are in the world, you can put these up in your garage. It's my tried and tested workout. super busy people so no excuses and I have two of these to give away as well so if you want to leave a comment below if you like today's episode leave a comment and then uh, also on the blog or you like and subscribe then I have two of these to give away as well so that's pretty cool let's get right to the punch if you're listening to this no matter when you are listening to this there's a reason that you're coming on board and that is we absolutely have the defining point in our life you have to choose how you're going to show up are you going to be in the passenger seat or are you going to be in the driver's seat of life are you going to be a person that life does stuff to or are you going to be a person that does stuff with life they're fundamental perspective shifts the last few videos i spoke about the line analogy or the lift analogy, or the parachute analogy, we've got two same situations and scenarios, but how people show up in that scenario, if a lion walks past, you've got two people sitting on a chair, those two people could have a completely different reaction to that lion walking past. One, fear, complete terror, um, paralyzed by it, and the other one could be complete curiosity, wonder, awe, and you know, interest, because maybe they've studied it, or they just come from a different so how you navigate through this rally of life of ours all conditions all seasons you know all terrain it's really up to your perspective and one of the biggest things in the feedback that I've listened to recently it's all very well to say what we can do to change and we know what we need to do but there seems to be a handbrake internally due to the fear of conflict that comes with standing up for our truth communicating that and then going after it So in action mode, the best way to actually start creating change in your world is to understand that conflict does not always have to be the co-requisite of change. That is a perceived outcome based on past experiences. It's not the truth for everything. So if you're constantly basing your future decisions on past outcomes, uh, yes, there are learning and lessons in life, but if you're constantly paralyzed by the walls of discomfort, you're actually never going to be standing in a place of truth and groundedness where you can be anchored in what is right for you and your highest good, right for the other person and right for the greater good. And that's really what we have to shift in today's society. So taking action doesn't just mean, you know, going out and creating another annual budget or telling your wife you're leaving her or all these sort of massive big kind of like huge movements to create instability in your world. It means what is the next right thing to do in the next 90 days? Because if you bite-sized chunk your year down, 
um, to 90 days, 30 days, seven days, three days, you can start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But because of today's generation, everything is on social media and we're overwhelmed with ideas and expectations and inspiration about what great looks like. Very seldom do we have the opportunity to sit with ourselves and think, what does my great look like? What does my winning week look like? What does the necessary ideal world for me actually look like? How does that feel? And a lot of times people say, yeah, I want to get fit and healthy. But I say, what does that feel like? Like not that as a result in a general statement, skinnier, fitter, stronger, more muscles, whatever it is. But how do you actually define the end point of those goals? So what I've done in a couple of worksheets is I want you to start thinking about coming from a place of chaos, like worst case scenario. So I'm afraid of speaking up for myself because that causes conflict with my boss or that causes conflict with my wife or my children don't listen to me. Or Those are all statements of how you perceive your future reality to be. They're not necessarily the truth. So when you can own up and learn what your current situation is and the perceived fear of change and the handbrakes around that, you can start to define what great would look like. For example, is I really like to be able to have one evening a week that I can play guitar or be in the workshop or whatever it is. Normally, you'd be too nervous to talk to your wife about it for whatever reason. So when you start going, I'm nervous to talk about it, and you assign a task to it and you start standing your truth because if you are fundamentally the happiest, best version of yourself, what do you think that means for everybody else around you? If you have staff that are the happiest, best versions of themselves, that are well-rested, motivated, engaged in their life, accountable for what lights them up, what they value for their personal and commercial decisions, if you have children that can articulate their needs to you rather than throwing a tantrum, so you can easily understand what their needs and wants are and work with them in that and open up the doors of communication. And if you have a partner or friendships where you can say, I've got a really busy week, I feel really overloaded, would it be okay to have some mental space? And they're like, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Yes, that is. That is a really, really liberating place to sit from. But what we've been taught from a very young age is to sell in our needs. Like if you eat all your vegetables, you can have dessert. If you're extra quiet now, then you can have this later. If you do your assignments, this will happen. There's always this if, or, and kind of negotiation for elements of joy and happiness. We have to eradicate that thinking because when you actually have the ability to define what your vital ingredients are from the accountability section, and you can actually display those and talk to those with conviction, truth, and transparency, then you're like a solid oak tree. Nobody can get in the way and take you away from your truth. But if you're constantly having to negotiate, manipulate, present an idea in the hope that it will get passed through, whether it's work or home, what an exhausting place to live. So taking action means showing up for yourself first. It means sitting down and writing out what your core next steps are going to be to put your mental being, your mental health and well-being as number one your physical health and well-being as number one. What ingredients do you need to do in the next three days, seven days, 30 days? And where do you want to be in 90 days time from now? That can be a definitive action to ensure that you are showing up in a better version of yourself, grounded in the truth and not rooted in fear, guilt, shame, or blame. It's extremely important. So when you come through adulting, you can't keep 
pointing the fingers at everyone else saying, I would really, really like to work out, or I'd really like to have your wake up workout. That'd be awesome, Nikki. But you know, um, oh, my wife has her acrylic paint thing in the garage or, you know, making excuses based on other people's behavior is not showing up for yourself. Taking action to consider what your great looks like and putting a game plan in place and communicating that to your inner circle is showing up for yourself. And that is taking affirmative action and intent. And what happens when you do that? The universe meets you in return and it will take the next step for you and open up the next door. But if you stay stuck in fear, shame, blame, and judgment in the walls of discomfort, because, well, that's what you always know and you want to avoid conflict, then you're probably going to attract more conflict and also not have any accountability to truly find joy and high performance and ease in your life. You'll constantly be negotiating. So taking action doesn't mean doing more. It means being more specific, taking time out to plot the roadmap for yourself in the next 90 days, and considering the milestones and coordinates and the small shifts that you might need to do on a daily or weekly basis to check in and not overload yourself on goals, ideas, expectations, and promises that you can't keep. And I also want to remind you that taking steps means taking small steps. Just like I said the other week on budgeting, when you take an annual savings budget and you break it down to 52 weeks, that is a much more achievable way of looking at what you need to save a week. But if you take it down to 365 days, that is an even more inspiring way to look at saving your money. So breaking everything down into bite-sized chunks not only makes you have a celebration moment more often because you're achieving those many milestones, but it also gives you relevant, resonant, and real-time goal setting where you can start to see the progress you're making. Most of overwhelm and overload is because people can't see any progress anymore. They can't see where they're going. They can't see what the fruits of their labor is, and they feel despondent, disheartened, detached, and disillusioned. Horrible set of Ds there. Everything that disconnects you from truly what this life is all about. So when you add out the rally of life, you realize there's always going to be roadblocks, whether they're internal inner critic ones or they're external things you can't change. It's how you deal with it that matters. And there's going to be small milestones along the way that you can create opportunities for great wins and to celebrate those moments. Finding the joy is essential. So let's just loop back and talk about the 90-day plan. Once you've figured out what defining your great looks like, so taking all the things that you basically would love to have in a week, a day, what your health, well-being, happiness, your friendships, your partnership, your intimacy, your relationship with yourself, even the amount of time you have alone, really be specific. Because if you don't plot those coordinates in, you'll end up getting right off course and probably on someone else's journey. And that's what you don't want. You're here as an individual's sovereign self to show up and create your own journey, which is going to be enriched with you know, valuable friendships, amazing co-creation, probably great business ideas and time with people that you really treasure and love. You don't do that stuff by accident. So once you've kind of figured out what your great looks like, which is the first part of action and adulting, then you go and think, where do I want to be in 90 days time? What are the definitive outcomes? Not a list of goals, but the outcomes in 90 days time from listening to this video or listening to this podcast. Where do you want to be? What do you want to have achieved? What does that look like? What project stages do you want to be in? What do you want to have in the bank? What do you want to achieve with your spouse, for yourself, uh, or at work? All those things. Fundamentally, it's an integration of personal and commercial. They're not separate. They need to be on one piece of paper. And then in the next 30 days, working back from that, 
what actions, activities, tasks, information need to be in play for the results at the end of those 90 days to actually have an affirmed possibility to be real. So making them a really good chance of having an actual outcome. What things need to be in your day, your mindset, your brain, your conversations, who do you need to be surrounded by, who's in your pet crew, what experience, expertise, and information do you need? And most of all, where are you putting your time and energy in the next 30 days to achieve those desired results? Because you can have a list of things that you really want, but if they're not really, really true to you, you won't achieve them. So make sure everything on that list is relevant to you that you would fight for it. It's important. Otherwise, leave it off the list. You're not going to do it. It's probably someone else's journey. And then what you do is you go, right, I've got my 90-day results. 30 days from now, I need to do all these things. This has to be the activity, the tasks, the actions required to move and create and put effort in. And then you look at the next seven days. What does the next week from now look like for you to have a trajectory, for you to have a shift in coordinates, which is you know really, really important? Because just like when you're doing an extreme sport or surfing or anything, skateboarding, anything that involves coordination and movement, your head is the heaviest part of your body. So when you put your eyes in a certain direction, the rest of your body will follow, um, whether it's mountain biking or whatever else, driving, where you look determines where you're going. So really be careful what thoughts, what focus, and what time focus you're putting into things because that is where you're going. So don't have a disengagement from your 90-day results from your 30 and 7 days because they are completely interrelated. And the last thing to do, and the most simple of all, what are the next three things you're going to do immediately off the back of this video, which can help you sit out and create your 90-day plan? What are the three things from that 90-day plan that you need to do in the now? So it might be go and investigate you know, an online fitness program or find out how to have assertive communication with my loved ones or get some relationship support, or go and get a fitness test and see where I really sit, or go to the doctor, whatever it is, what are the next three things? Or look at my financial planning, pull up on my budgets, pull the receipts out of the shoebox and actually start dealing with them. You know, face your greatest fears because they will be your greatest victories. Never, ever shy away from looking at those roadblocks as real opportunities for growth and showing up for yourself because information is power. And I always say facts and stats take the emotion out and go, where do I want to be? So on this um, thing here, I will put the 90-day plan. Hopefully you can see it. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, we'll be on the vitalitycoach.com.au show notes for the podcast under the episode title. And I'll also put the action matrix. So once you've done this 90-day plan and you've worked out, you know, kind of what your great looks like, I've actually added a little bit extra, which is just a no excuses worksheet. The next three things you need to do off the back of this phase of taking action. So where do you focus so that you can avoid overwhelm, overload, and overcommitting? Because those three things are a horrible combination. You won't get anywhere, then you'll feel more disheartened again. All the tips and tools here you can also use with kids. You can use with your family, the spouse. You can do something around your financial plan as a family. Whatever it is, what it means is actually taking the time to show up for yourself. Now, if you've watched the latest Netflix series on social media, you know how much time people put into consuming content made by others, about others. And I'm saying, you know, this is time to focus on you. This is your time to think, what do I want? How am I going to meet my own needs and start showing up for myself? So suiting up, zipping up that race costume, 
getting ready and plotting the coordinates on your roadmap for your journey in the next 90 days. And then you will be so amazed at taking the first step what appears for you is the second step because the universe always meets us halfway. If we just give it an acknowledgement and we have a set of clear intent that is in truth, then you know that the road will be cleared ahead for you. So I call it a bit like, um, you know, in the Olympic curling sport, so that there's someone with a broom that gets the ice beforehand and they sort of like smooth out all the ice and then someone curls. and, And that's kind of, I think, what the universe does. When you put the work in, to focus on yourself or a great coach. I mean, I always feel like I do that for my clients, smooth the runway so they can actually have a trajectory that empowers them and gives them the confidence to take the first step. So if you have the conviction and the confidence to do this work, to take action in your life, stop complaining, you know the awareness now, you know, go back to the the other video about your ego is not your amigo, understanding the black and white wolf, yin and yang, some programming from self, then you can be truly enlightened to stand up for yourself and go, even if I just choose one thing, this is the one thing I'm going to do for me. And if you feel blocked about that, I always say to my clients, write down, why am I afraid of standing up for my truth? And articulate those reasons and keep asking yourself until you get to the core, true reason that you're afraid. Normally, it's because of fear, judgment, a reaction from someone close to you, abandonment, loss, or rejection. So we normally don't stand up for ourselves or don't stand up for what we want to need. We don't voice our truth because we think it will, you know, attract conflict. So that is the bullying nature of society, keeping us stuck in fear, blame, shame, and guilt when they're not realities anymore. You get to define your own reality. Your perception is your reality. No one can take the truth away from you, but the first step is you actually have to back yourself. So I hope this little Monday mojo has helped you kind of like put some thinking in place to go, I need to show up for myself. I need to suit up. I've done some homework. I know the signs of overwhelm. I know I need to not keep going around on autopilot. I just need to plot the coordinates that I want to go into for the next 90 days and be specific. Because if you don't define what you want, then we all know the old adage, you'll get what you're given. And I think the Einstein quote is fantastic. You know, life is like a bicycle. You have to keep pedaling to keep moving. So if you stop pedaling, you're going to fall over. And I think a lot of people, because of overwhelm and the pandemic and just everything in life and feeling like all the beliefs that they've built everything on, including titles and work and, you know, relationships and families are just disintegrating in front of everyone's eyes. And it's leaving people feeling very disanchored or de-anchored and disempowered. So I just want to leave you with a message that you are not alone. And the most important thing is that you are far greater, far more powerful, far more, um, you know, I think spiritually intelligent than you probably even realized before. And this is the time more than ever that you can press pause and really sit with quiet knowing and figure out what is important to you without any distraction, uh, without any busyness, and take the time to invest in this part for yourself. If you're not sure if your subconscious is writing the list or you are, please go back and look at the awareness uh, video or other videos around ego on the YouTube channel Vitality Coach TV or on the podcast, of course, and just leave a comment below and I can direct you there. But most importantly, you are in the driver's seat. So just take the next best step. Don't worry about the 10 steps after that because you will be supported but do the right thing for your highest good. It will always be the right for others. 
Do so with truth and integrity, honesty and transparency, and you will be given a true feeling of freedom, energy and support like you've never had before. And there is no time like now. So thank you so much for joining in for my Monday Mojo and the Mojo Maker Show. It's the 12th of October today, but whenever you're listening to this, uh, wherever you are in the world, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this has given you a little bit of stability and some insight, plus some very practical tools to get grounded and take action in your life as you add out this incredible rally with all conditions and all seasons. That's what I love about it. And to learn to thrive, you know, throw out the strive and just find joy in everything that you can because there is no time like the present. So come join me. The Mojo Maker Show is a podcast throughout Spotify, iTunes, you know, stick to radio, everything. Just type it into Google, Nikki Fogdemore, The Mojo Maker, Vitality Coach TV on iTunes, uh, Instagram and Fogdemore. Come say hi. I'd love for you to connect. And most of all, please like and subscribe and share the YouTube channel. I'd really appreciate that. I'm making a concerted effort uh, to be here and provide as much free information and downloads as I can. And come join me on the Monday Mojo email that goes out. Until next time, you stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. And um, remember, you've got this. So it's really nice engaging with you today. And thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.